Welcome, good evening, everyone. Welcome to the BX Sports Jedi Network, Ron Sparmer Strike Back Podcast. We were scheduled for a watch on this evening. Unfortunately, we could see the background. Of, I purposely made the background of Look What Yankee Stadium currently looks like. Um, due to the wildfires in Canada, there is a bad air element. Um, not able to play, so the games will be canceled. Possible tomorrow of a doubleheader. And we'll try to bring both doubleheaders here on the watch along. So, yes, so we're going to have a roundtable discussion about the New York Yankees. So instead of just calling the night, we're going to talk a little bit about the Yankees. It's going to be a little uh, freestyling fantasy type of uh, a little bit with some with some rumors, some, you know, talks about how we can improve the New York Yankees. But first and foremost, let's go around the horn and say hello and good evening. I want to say hello and good evening to everyone joining me on the panel. Let's start off with LaMario, LaMario Hockey. Good evening, LaMario. How are you? I'm doing good. Disappointed. Awesome. That's always great that to hear that. That we didn't get a game today, but oh well. It is what it is. All right. I know. I know. Next, we'll have our partner from Flash Sports, Chris the Flash. Good evening, Chris. What's up, Kev? What's up, Lamario? What's up, Hill? What's up, Chad? Steve, I see you. I see you. How y'all doing? Awesome, awesome. And of course, we want to know you, Mr. Hill, Western Baseball. So I'm going to give you a nickname now. Hill, the Western Baseball man. Salute. How are you doing tonight? Yes, the sat nerd himself, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> so in the words of Cody Rose, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> let's, let's talk about some earlier moves by the New York Yankees as Mr. Steve Fetlin. Salute Steve in the chat. He's saying the skies look like 1960 movie voyages to the sea. Boy, if you if right now if you're on the fence and boy, this is the and you are a person who believe in faith, repentance, repentance, repentance. If you look outside. <laughs> I mean, really, seriously. But let's get right into it. The New York Yankees. Made some moves, of course, starting with the biggest toll in the Yankee organization, the, the multi-million dollar toll of Aaron Judge. He is on the 10-day IL list um, with a great with a great toll sprain. Um, now, they're com- hopefully they're not comparing this to a turf toll from Chad Jism. Um, what should, he, he's out for the six weeks. I hope not for Judge. Um, worst case scenario... Chris, I'm going to ask you, what is, do you think, your expectations of the worst-case scenario judge missing time? How long? And, and what's your gut feeling? Well, hopefully it's maybe, what, is it 10 days or like two weeks? But that's that's best case. So worst case, like you said, four to six weeks. Um, we 
whoever we play, we got to at least try to go, you know, over 500. To, uh, so when they come back, we're not, you know, sinking. So that, that's that's the only thing I can think of. What about you, uh, Hill? What's your, what's, your, what's your expectations on uh worst case scenario for Judge? Um, Worst case scenario is uh, hopefully there's no like inflammation or anything like that because um, that can make this IL stint even worse. Um, you, you just hope this is a, just a simple bruising or something like that, or, or maybe he just slot landed awkwardly and he's back after this IL stint. Um, but most importantly, you just want this Yankee lineup to step up, like you said, because um, like we've seen this lineup without Judge or even without Cole on the mound, they just they just seem to get, for better lack of a word, kind of like lazy or unmotivated when their best players are not out there. Okay, we'll go to Lamario. Lamario, your thoughts of Judge, how long, what's your expectation, how long do you think he's going to miss um, yeah. in this with this toe injury? Well, hopefully uh, not too long. Hopefully it's just the 10 days, but not anything, anything longer than that but the, this Yankee team's gotta play like we want to win without him okay um personally I'm thinking like you like he will say the inflammation the swelling um it's like a deep to me a, a brain could be a deep bruise um depending on his the way he takes care of himself remember he's a, he's six foot seven close to 265 um on his feet I'm really sure they they'll, they'll they'll have him on a walking cast or walking boot, not to put pressure on the foot and all that stuff. Um, it's all about that. If he can stay off his foot, off his feet, not put pressure and allow the proper swelling to go down, like like you said, he'll the inflammation. How long is the inflammation? Where the, if it's going to be just a deep bruise, where it, it might they call it a sprained ligament, but bruising where the healing factor of him of his body could could. May, you know, we're not medical doctors here, or you know, we're not pretending to be one either. But best case, the worst case scenario, um, I'm thinking he's going to be got, missing the All Star game and coming back right after the All Star weekend. To me personally, I think that's the worst case scenario. On the best case scenario, I think he'll be right before July 4th um, back. I think he's going to miss two, uh, 20 days, you know, whatever. Instead of coming off 10 days, I think he's going to extend it on probably until the first series of that weekend. Um, before the 4th of July. So we say good evening, Miss Anna Lee. Hello. Oh, it smells like barbecue, giant barbecue out there. Wow, someone said that the pretzel guy was burning his pretzels out in the, on in the corners um, in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw that Judge will go on the IL. Um, also, the grill master, Ryan Weber, goes on a 60-day injury list. So looks like he's going to be off the whole season. Looks like he might be, Tommy John might be in, in his forecast for for Ryan Weber. Unfortunately, they made a roster move. They they signed into the Major League deal, um, Brian McKenney. Now, Brian McKenney, we had him here before. It's a slap hitter, a, a punching Judy type of player. Um, defensively, speed-wise, they selected him to an athletic roster. This is a move that I know a lot of people are scratching their head. And I know that it makes sense. It does make sense. I'm gonna break it. Why I think it made sense. And I and everyone says, "Well, Jedi, you're nuts. We should have been bringing Esteban Florio. He is killing it in the minor leagues." Now, the reason why you don't bring in Esteban Florio is that you have to put him back on the 40-man protected list. Now, 
sooner or later when everyone starts getting healthy again like judge uh salute mr jerome perata and when you bring judge Nestor Cortez, all the injured players that are returning, uh, you know, you have to make room on that 40-man roster to activate them. You can't take a chance on putting Estevan Florio again on waivers because the team will pick him up. They will scoop him up and you'll lose him. So that's what it's telling me now. The Yankees are tipping their hands, saying that they are going to move Estevan Florio in part of a deal, this a trading deadline. Now, I hope it makes sense. While, but I, I personally, be honest with you, I would have loved Esteban Florio to get that opportunity to play center field. He, she deserves it on paper by what he's doing. But protecting the player and losing a player for nothing, I see what the Yankees are doing. They're trying to get, have their cake and eat it too. Um, Chris, do you agree with that, or do you just say screw it? I need to play Esteban Florio. If he if he, if he hitches, we'll, we'll take our chances. Well. Now that you bring it up, you know, I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, you might be right. If uh, we got to bring him back down, you, somebody might scoop him and then we lose him for nothing. So I, I feel like you, you might be on to something. That, I mean, he, he deserves to play. Hopefully, you know, if he's not going to play with us, they need to trade him. I mean, I mean, especially now, he's still got some value. I mean, especially how he's killing in the AAA. I mean, you might as well get something for him. I mean... Look at the last couple people that uh they didn't really trade and you know how it turned out for us. So I I don't know. I mean I I I, I guess I can see where you're coming from. I guess I can agree with you on that. Uh, so okay. I have some stats here where when the Yankees play with and without Judge. Let's hear. Uh, it. Um, so when Judge is healthy, um, lower this music a little bit. From this is uh, dating back to 2020. The Yankees are twenty thirteen and one hundred six to around a five ninety three record uh, winning percentage when Judge plays twenty six to twenty nine games four hundred three when when he doesn't. So, but um, if that makes sense to people, but here's the kicker, and I had to save this picture because I was doing a lot of research. But alt, uh, but um, but all all time. Because the judge, I mean, granted, when he is on the IL, normally he doesn't stay there for that long. All the time, the Yankees are 170 and 143 without judge. So they're 30 games over five, what, 170 and one, we can say 30 games over 500 without him on the in the lineup. Um, I know me and you, Chris, we're probably going to be lockstep on this agreement there, but um, let me let me ask Mario here. Mario. Knowing that, hearing those numbers, how confident are you that the Yankees could continue to win despite not having Judge? What's your confidence level? And then we'll, we'll get back to. I just wanted to get Mario in the conversation for a moment there. Uh, well, I'm I'm a little confident with without him, but you know, kind of, but because we have like we still have like other great uh, hitters like Rizzo and Stanton, and. Volpe is good too, so you know. Okay, so you're pretty. You're you're you could say you're like a. Can I have a couple of words in your mouth? You're like seven out of ten confident the Yankees could win, or or give me a if if I were to put a number without putting words in your. You know, I, I said again, I didn't want to mean to put words in your mouth, but give me a, like that, like that. Give me a, if you were to put a percentage, like six out of ten, or 
you know, from a scale of one to ten, what's your confidence level without judge the Yankees continue to win? About like about seven, seven, ten, seven okay. out of ten. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I just wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth, not not put the word, not put the words in for the horse there. So, all right, cool, cool. Um, Chris, I know again we we see that sample size there, but with the players that we have here, we we I know we in your lockstep with the manager. The confidence of not him doing anything creative to to generate offense. You know, you could as a manager try to generate offense, but here's the thing that I have a little bit of a gripe. Um, we're playing. We have an outfield, and we shouldn't be doing this. As we're the New York Yankees, first and foremost, of course, everyone talks about the payroll and money and and all that good stuff. We shouldn't be a one thing that frustrates me here as we sit here in in the middle of June or the beginning of June. Excuse me. We got we're experimenting with outfielders. We have our center fielder is not really a center fielder; he's a shortstop or utility, a super utility guy. And Isaiah kind of falafel. Um, we don't even have a, a steady left fielder because you're bringing Bowers. That Yankee last night, I was thinking about that when we were afterwards. Before you know, I, I, took, I couldn't take quite go to sleep right away the way I wanted to, despite the fact sitting here I was when I get to the bed instead of knocking out, I just it just it just kept bothering me. We have an downfield of Calhoun, Falefa, and Bowers. I mean. If you would, if I would have told you that in June, in March or in February, you would have been saying you're nuts. And I don't know, man. It's it, I don't know if it's a. I don't know if I have the right words to say, Chris. We shouldn't be playing those players there. I mean, I understand you need depth, but damn. I mean, in June. Yeah, if you if you like if you're, <laughs> it's killing me to say this, but if you notice, we're the only team with two infields. If you know what I'm saying, I got you. Like that's not that's like you said. Like we are the Yankees, and it shouldn't be about payroll and stuff like that. Like it, but we also shouldn't be experiment on who should be playing the outfield when we should already know. And just in case if somebody gets hurt, we should know who's coming after them. I, I just it's it's weird because you you know you got IKF playing center field, you got a first baseman and Bowers playing left field. Then you got Cabrera. Yeah, he's 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 all right now, field, but he's more of an infielder. Um, Calhoun, he he looks like every time he runs at the ball, he needs an oxygen mask. Like that's that's not gonna get it done. I'm I'm hoping like like Judge does come back quick. If not, they gotta make a trade for an outfielder. They they have to. I mean, they had to in the first place, but now you definitely got to trade for one because. Now you got to worry about when Judge come back. Are you going to put him in the outfield? Because you just never know. And that's why they got to rely on Stanton to play the outfield a little bit. Because when Judge does come back, he has to be a DH for maybe a couple of games. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask this question to Heal. Um, it's similar to our, with that outfielder for the New York Yankees. And we're noticing that because you 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 probably did something that, that will hit you um, that you like. Um you see the Yankees, they have a lot of young, young up-and-coming players. But right now, they're on the double-A situation. Austin Wells, Spencer Jones, um, Domin Dominguez. You know, you, you know, I know uh, Everson Peraza, Peraza is, in the, is a triple-A player right now. Also, Peraza, um, also triple-A. 
Now, if you have an outf these young outfielders like Spencer Jones, uh, Dominguez, my point cases, they're in double A. Do you try to bring them and elevate them to triple A for at least they, you know, should they have done that earlier? Put them in triple A, see what they have because boy, the moratorium for the rookie service time is coming to an end. Where if you bring them up, doesn't they could still go back down and still be, and even if they play the rest of the season, they still. Be, they don't have that service time yet. They still fall under the non-service time in the majors. Does it behoove the Yankees to make that move or bring in Dominguez? See what you got with Dominguez. If he plays, let's say this, if he comes out here and plays a hell of a defensive um, outfield, no matter where you put him in the outfield, and let's say he hits like Volpe maybe, 207, you know, the Mendoza line, near the Mendoza line, but he plays you a hell of a defense, and he's not a – an arbitros with the Yankees pitching. I know you you rave a lot about the Yankees starting pitcher. Would you make that move um, here? Yeah, um, I think it's no secret the Yankees are a bit in a weird, um, I guess you say crossroads. Because uh, you look at their um, starting uh, lineup, and it's like you th you think, especially with their deep prospects that they have in the uh, minors, that this lineup can be way more deeper than what it is and rather that's a financial issue or rather that's something in the front office just not being smart enough or with trades or how they develop uh, their minor leaguers whatever the issue is um it, it it's just something that you know you can be a lot more uh intelligent with and uh by, by the trade deadline, I, honestly, if you don't want to keep trying to push these minor leaguers into becoming really good major leaguers, like I keep saying, you should just go in an all-in-win type of mode and trade guys. Um, not saying you got to trade all of them like Dominguez and all that, but you have to make these moves. It, as impressive as guys like IKF has been, and even at moments, Cabrera and Volpe, eventually you know let's just be honest you're the yankees your job is to always be in a win now mode every year it's world series or bust you have to go and get these guys that are big names or if not at least solid players and bring them in and try to win a ring that's always the goal you're not like other teams you're one of the biggest franchises in the world and the fact that you're in this worst scenario where it seems like your team doesn't know what they want to do like Jake Bowers, I'm sorry, so, solid platoon bat, as you can tell. He's not he's not an everyday player. IKF, solid utility player, but he shouldn't, like you said, he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Oswaldo Cabrera, he 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 shouldn't be starting right now. Granted, he has been on the bench a few times. Volpe, I mean, let's be honest, everyone's debating whether or not he should be the starter or not, and that's a bad thing. If anything, if you're the Yankees, you should be going wow. That's a that's a really great to star shortstop we have right there. I'm glad we have him. And somewhere along the lines, I think the Yankee motto of like we have to have like these the, this win now mentality. It just kind of got either really confusing or just lost in the shuffle. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that, I I love that. That was great points there with that with the loss of the shuffle. Also, here's another thing that um. I was thinking about earlier. Um, um, Lamar, you have anything to um, want to say about that with the paras, the infield, the outfielders experimenting and players there, or, or, or you're good? Yeah, we shouldn't be doing that. We should keep the infielders where they belong. Like, I guess it'd be playing short and 
all that. But, but we have them in the outfield because we don't have Judge. Wait, I don't get it. I just don't get why we're doing that. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking about that. Um, and I'm a good point there, Lamario. I was thinking about that earlier um, this morning. And, you know, I was saying the Yankees went away from when you know, and of course, I hate to keep bringing back the '90s team. Even before that, even before that, um, even when before they were, they went on a postseason run because they've been on a, an impressive postseason run. You know, making the postseason, but they always had guys that were bona fide players at their position they were the, the yankees are a bunch of ma uh jack of all trades and a master of none and when i mean that is let your third baseman be a true third baseman not this guy who's going to play third left field right field you know they got too many of those type of players lemayhew first baseman second baseman third baseman i get it i think the yankees fell in love with that model of the bench they want a bunch of ben soberis but ben soberis last time i you know there's not that that's a rare find i understand the more position you play the more valuable you are to the team but you're not good at one position you just play okay and, and, and they want a bunch of okay players to move them around and interject them and heckle and jackals feels like they they want to jinx apostle with the with the position players and, and also the lineup you know one thing about those lineups in the 90s you know you always had you always knew it was one through six you know and or one through five and you interchange you even seen you saw that with the dodgers so much that people want to be say that they you know they're like oh we, can we be like the dodgers you saw the dodgers always their first five six hitters were always the same they never and they were mixed matches said the eight seven eight nine hitters from here and there from vargas moving up and then on lineup you know it was it was always the same it was freeman batting second you know it was bets leading off Monty, uh, Will Smith, then you know, Monty, you know, you, or, or you could switch to lefty and righty depending on the pitchers. Um, I don't know. He, I'm going to ask you, and I'll go to Chris on that. Your Astros, do they do this heckle and jekyll? Because I don't watch no. them. Do they do heckle and jekyll with their lineups like the Yankees? Uh, no. Uh, it's normally always the same lineup, which is Altuve leading off. Uh, by the way, this is when healthy. Altuve is leading off. Pena bat second. Um... Depending on how they're doing and depending on the pitcher, it's normally uh, Jordan, then Bregman, then Tucker, then Abreu, and then the bottom of the order, which is like Jay Myers, Martin Maldonado, and McCormick. Like, you already know what the lineup's going to be even before you watch the game, and everyone's got their place. You know, Brett, right now, Brantley's hurt, so we got Jake Myers and left, but that's the way it is. They get used to it. It's a routine. It's a mentality mindset. And that's and that's also with and by, and by the way that, that that's a, that's a perfect subway and into the other thing I want to say, I I think a, a thing that the Yankees need to understand is like the the new way of the game is the players can be in anal, analytics they can be into analytics but you have to have an old school manager which works perfectly the the manager is the one that isn't necessarily the, supposed to be the one taking in analytics. He's the one that's supposed to just think of the situation and then bring in the right guy. The players are supposed to be the one looking up stuff and how they match up against certain players, because that's how it, how that's how baseball is nowadays. Um, you know, that's why when you hear about, you know, rather it's Crea's, uh, you know, Bellinger's or Mookie Betts's, Aaron Judge even on the podcast, Mookie Betts or whatever it may be. Um, the players are the ones that are really heavy into analytics. And that's why most winning clubs, they hire an old school manager because they try to, 
to keep all that balance. They are the ones that keep that gelled. That's what the win, 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 the winning formula is nowadays. Old school means new school. Yeah. All right. I'm Chris. Um, going right to that with the Yankees. Uh, Jack of all trades, a master. Um, give me your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, you everybody keeps bringing up the dynasty. I mean, but you could just, you know, think about the recent championship we won in, in 2009. That lineup was the same. It was it was it wasn't nothing different with that lineup. I just don't understand. And I mean, me me and Kev said this all the time. Judge should be bad in second. Your best hitter should be bad in second. I understand. You know, like like Hill was saying with the the whole analytics analytics thing. Oh, more at bats. But do you want more at bats or do you want more RBIs chances for your best hitter? I just I just don't understand that because. If you get more at bats, especially if the leadoff hitter is not really a leadoff hitter, how you know he's gonna get on base? For Judge, I, I just it, it just it's so confusing because yes, the only person look like that's the only actually let me say two people that's consistent on the lineup is Judge and Rizzo. We don't know who the leadoff is. Stanton is always hurt, so we don't know who's coming at the Rizzo. Then Judge, I mean DJ's all over the place. Volpe. He can't be consistent enough to stay in, in the batting order. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Cabrera, he's on the bench, and then he gets sit down, then he comes back up. They don't know what to do with him, but now you're messing up his confidence. Not like he, he's basically going to turn into Debbie 2.0 if you keep doing that. Um, IKF, I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, he deserved the playing time, and, and especially him being on a cheap contract. Like that, That's perfect. I'm, I'm happy he can play you know, center field every once in a while. But we don't need him starting center field every single day because Beta or Judge is hurt. You got to get a true center fielder, just like we need to get a true, you know, uh, leadoff hitter. Torres can't be that. I like Torres, but he shouldn't be the leadoff hitter. So I think that's my biggest gripe is, is like you said, like our championship teams always had a consistent lineup. If you're not having consistency, that's a problem. Yeah, and and they're trying to they're trying to reinvent a wheel. Um, you know what's what's round is round. You're not gonna drive a car with a square with a square tire. Last time I saw it, you have to have it's got to be round. It's got to be full air. You can't. And they and they trying to do that and trying to jam it down our throats. Um, and despite they win, but baseball players are creatures of habit. You hear it from time and time since i've been hearing since i've been watching baseball all i've been hearing creatures are creatures uh, baseball players are creatures of habit with certain superstitions listen way bods only a chicken he had a book a hundred or a thousand one ways or 101 ways um how to make how to how to eat chicken because that's all he ate in, a, in the regular season was chicken before a game you know there's guys that do certain quirky things guys want a creature they creature have they want to know where they're back and they know where they're going to attack. Or like you said, Chris, case in point, I think I think one of the players, listen, some of these guys that come from the minor leagues, they're used to a certain role. If you, and, and I think that's another why Volpe is a little bit struggling, despite the fact he got great power numbers, great RBIs, batting average isn't so hot, but it's the confusion of the lineup or where he's going to bat. What is, you know, if he's going to bat eighth or seventh or ninth, there's a different approach as a leadoff hitter. Well, even even if you're in an RBI situation, and in, in, in the fifth, it confuses you. 
And some of these guys have a different approach. And I think by them playing the heckle and jekyll, especially like you said, DJ LeMahieu, it shows he's struggling profusely. DJ LeMahieu, he should, you know what? Even he, he's not even a prototypical little fitter. He should, you know, if you don't, he should be the one leading off in front of Judge because he knows how to handle the ball, the bat better. Torres is good for running into one, you know, when you least on a sneaky. And I think they're trying, they're trying to get cute. And I think it confuses and I think it frustrates us there. With that, um, Mario, your thoughts on the on that lineup, um, the creature of the habit of the batting orders and all and that stuff there. What's your thought there? Because I know you played little league hockey, little league baseball, and little league sports. Um, your thoughts on that? Um, when it turn on your, well, give me your input. Yeah, Glavers should definitely not be a leadoff batter. It does should not be batting second. Like it does should be at least fifth or the sixth batter in our lineup, not second. But. And, you know, with all the injuries, you don't know who's going to bat at the Rizzo because everyone gets hurt all the time. So it's like, wait. That's another thing, the injury bug. Um, a salute to Aiden. Aiden joining us there. Um, we'll get to that, too, in a moment there. Um, so we're agreement that the farm system, the triple-A level doesn't – well, the Yankees are telling me that the double-A is more stronger than a triple-A. And But, but – no, that's not true. Triple A is more stronger than Double A if you really think about it. Too. But so why are we not bringing some of these players up then? Um, that's my point because everything we hear about Spencer Jones, Austin Wells, um, Dominguez, you know Sweeney, you're hearing these names, but they're in the they're in the lower level of baseball. Double A, not not years, you know, about a year, maybe two years away. Um, so what's going on? What's going on in the Triple A that we're not? We need we need depth. We need organizational depth here, and um, I think it's I think right now it's like it like you said, Chris, and I, and I think we need another voice. I hate to say it, um, and, and you can't fire Cashman now. You can't do that now. No, no, I'm not advocating that. But this is the warts of having Cashman a little bit too long. First time I'm going to say that because we're not seeing we're seeing the philosophy and, and the non development of the AAA level. Um, not helping, not not having depth. Everyone is, and I understand. Listen, the Yankees. If you win playoff, if you're in the postseason every year and you're winning baseball and you're always in winning divisions, wild card, whatever the case, you're not going to have good strong draft picks. You're not. You're not going to go. You're not going to draft like the Orioles to get those kind of players because they suck for a while. My case in point, you have to have a good scouting department. You have to learn to develop these players. I think they do. I think they're trying to rectify that there again with Omar Manaya, with Brian Sibian. Those are good baseball minds. I think they're trying to rectify that there, and right now I'm a little, I'm extremely disappointed in the Triple A affiliate. Um, uh, you know, what I'd like to see in Everson Paredes up here, they haven't bought him up for a reason. Esteban Florio, I thought we, we all could agree he never got a real fair, fair shot on the major league roster. Yeah, um, it's like it's like Clint Frazier and Andujar all over again, and it's like how you expect somebody to improve. If you're going to keep, oh, you can come up, but you're only going to have a week or two. But then right. when they actually up. produce, when they actually produce, you still send them back down. It, like uh, Peraza, don't get me wrong. I'm happy Volpe's a shortstop. I, I, you know, I can't stress that enough. But Peraza showed us last year he was hitting over 300. What more do you want him to do? And I'm not saying get rid of Glaber, but he could have played third. Josh Donaldson was hurt, and you could have had DJ, you know, playing all all over the field. 
it, it just it doesn't make sense right and the thing is with peraza it doesn't fit though because you bring another infielder we need we need bona fide outfielders we can't say peraza will go learn another position in the major league level that's what happened with cabrera cabrera was an infield and they made him learn another position outfield position in the major league on the major league level and for believe it or not the kid has done a hell of a job for not playing you know play last year he had his first game at first base ever and in, in the majors that's a lot to ask for that kid you know and kudos to him you know regardless of the fact that he struggles at times or not because he's doing whatever it takes to stay and become a survivor in the major league level but damn that's not the way of running of organization i'm sorry you can't have guys and learn on the trade you know um you know baptism on the fire and i mean you know for that personally that's why my point i get back to my case in point is for that bring bring up dominguez and let him learn in the major league you bring, you're asking players to play to learn another position in the major league level why not let the kid who, who's a natural position in his natural position play in the major league level in his natural position for his love that's 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 why I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing that point hard and I'm sticking to that hard point because I say oh but you're gonna ruin the kid because if he doesn't hit or whatever, man but that's his natural position he's been playing he's been grooming himself all these years to be there why not try it in the major league level I just just my just a food for thought there um anything before we start talking about some I guess we get into fantasy or, or trade do possibility you, um, do you guys yeah, want to find out some team stats before we go on with the Yankees this, absolutely this year? You, you're you're the, you're the statistician uh, go for it okay okay in OPS they are literally in uh the middle of the pack they are at 15 at OPS and when it comes to batting average, the Yankees actually ranked at, at 22nd in MLB when it comes to batting average at 239. Sorry, 234. And, and when it comes to home runs, the Yankees, uh, they are... I'm scrolling down. Hopefully I see them. Uh, the... The Yankees are fourth, so they literally do live and die by the long ball. You see, I, I just want like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <you>. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. RBI is they are ninth. Uh, sorry, uh, yeah, ninth. When it comes to runs, they are. They are ninth again. Ooh, I almost hit that one on the on, and I have no no stats in front of me. I'm just doing numbers to guessing. Yeah, you guys can keep guessing. Uh, that's fun too. You know what? You know, if you guys want to keep guessing for fun to make this go, go for game, it. Like, yeah, hit hits. They are thirteenth. Thirteenth. They they are twenty second. That's bad. Ooh, that's, <laughs> that's not good. No. Wow, that's not good. Do you have their um pitching statistics? Yeah, we don't know their ball. Okay, we'll go to their right. pitching next. Yeah, all right. And when it comes this to doubles, let's see. Uh, like twenty fourth, twenty one doubles, twentieth. They are. They are twenty ninth. Not even kidding. I got the set sheet. No, all right, we got you. We got you. Yeah. We got you. We got you. That's I bet bad. they're like I bet they're like they're like sixth or or four in in triples. Triples, we'll check. 
because they've been having Four. a couple. They have a plump. Uh, they have a, quite a few with them with, with triples. We'll get to the we'll get to the comments, Aiden. We'll yeah. definitely see that there. We just want to stay on topic, Aiden. It, anyone want to take a guess at triples? I got it right here. They're fifth. Yeah, I I, I think Four. I think they're like sixth. Fourth. They're thirteenth. Thirteenth. Okay. Oh, there's other teams. Wow, there's other teams hitting triples because they have a, quite a few that I'm like, okay. DJ even okay. got one. Mm -hmm. right. we'll, we'll fast forward to walks. How many walks are they drawing? Uh, walks. They're middle of the pack. I think they're like yeah. 13 I'm, I'm in the middle I'm of the pack. A, I'm going to say eighth. I'm going to say about okay. top three. They're 21st in the league at drawing walks. Mm -hmm. That's not Yankee <laughs> baseball. Yeah. That's not Yankee baseball. They got 196 on the year in, in, wow. as a team. Yeah. All right. That's how many good. times of the year are they striking out? Oh, so they probably they're probably the second number best, two. the second number two. Of the yeah, it's it's the Rays person. They they second. I bet you. They are the sixteenth. Oh, ooh, okay. Yeah, that's not too bad. I'm actually surprised. middle of the pack. Middle yeah. of the pack. I mean, they got to be some kind of positive with being over ten games over five hundred. All right, stolen bases. Oh. Ooh. They were doing good in the good, beginning yeah. of the year in May. I'm gonna say and, 10. And then when they got to the first season of May, uh, yeah, I think they're middle of the pack. I think they're 16th. I'm gonna say 10. Middle of pack. I have a middle pack about 14. Right. Everyone got their guesses? Yeah. I say 16. Right. And yeah. Yeah, they're in the middle of the pack. They're at 15th. Oh, okay. No, yeah. That's at 14, right around there. Right. Yeah, you, yeah, me and you were like, we're right there. Like, you win because your price is right. I went over. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with on base percentage. I think they, they're gonna. I'm gonna stay in the top ten. I'm gonna say same. Twenty, twenty-one, twenty-second, twenty-two. All right, everyone got their answers locked. Got it. Mm -hmm. They are twenty-six at getting on base. Ooh. That's not good. No. That's like keep baseball. All right, we'll switch the pitcher. There we go. All right. Let's go. Uh, I don't think anyone cares about wins or losses, right? Or do we care about those stats? I, I care about it when it comes to the side. I care. I don't care. I care about it when it comes to the playoffs. All right. All right. We'll start with wins then. How many wins do the Yankees have as a pitching staff? Starting pitching um, as, a, as a staff in their major league, yeah. I believe that, I'm pretty sure they're like, they're like top 10. I say they'll be like seventh. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, say uh, fifth. Okay. Uh, Mario? At least eight, maybe. Okay, okay. Yeah, they're fourth as a staff. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I know they, they, the numbers are going to be very impressive. Yeah. All right. How about losses on the year? As a starting, <laughs> you know, I think Clutch Smith had a couple losses there. Um, I know Cole is undefeated. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say third. They're the third best team with the fewest losses. Second. Yeah, uh, they're I'm gonna go fifth. Uh, they're 26. Yeah, because 26 is a good number. Yeah, okay, that's it's a good, good number. Okay, because, yeah, yes, good, remember, if you're that's a good number, yeah, that's yeah, like saying that's like being fourth. That's being fourth, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's backward. You, you don't want to be in the top of that one, yeah. yeah. How about ERA? How good are they for ERA this year? They gotta be second. I think they're, yeah, yeah I think they're four. Uh, they are sixth. 
Okay. Mm, if you could, if you add our numbers to six, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Well, let's go to uh, let's go to saves. No, I think that that's where they're struggling because I think um, they have had a couple blown save. I think they're middle of the pack. I'm gonna middle of the pack like 17th though, higher part of it of the of the pack. I'm gonna say 14. They're 11th. Mm. That's impressive. That's a little impressive, believe it or not, for not having an, a bona fide star, a closer, name closer. 11th mm -hmm. is not bad. Yep. How about innings pitch? Oh, they're <laughs> gonna be the bottom because they boon five innings. Yep. That that butthole itches for the for him to go on and change the pitcher. Um, I'm gonna say they they gotta be like 17th to 19th. 19th. I'm going 19th. I'm gonna say 14th. Remember, this is a complete pitching staff, so bullpen and right, right, complete, bullpen? right, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, bullpen. This oh, counting bullpen oh. and starting. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say um. Well, they didn't have that many. They have only five. Well, what many um extra inning games? They have like maybe. I'm gonna say yeah. they're they're gonna be middle of the pack. I'm gonna say fifth. They're fourth. Yes. Fourth. I knew I knew it was up there. All right. How many hits have they allowed this year? Because you know what's gonna suck is Clark Smith was butt and Domingo in the beginning of the year. Um, Hold up, and, that's and it might be including uh, Sevy's uh, you know, tip pitch thing too. Oh. So that that was horrible. Actually, I got I got I got some more insights on on Severino. We'll, we'll finish this and what happened. It, it, it's good. Stuff. It's good to be low on this list. I'm just gonna say. Okay, um, they're like 20, 20 second. I'm gonna say nineteen. They are 28th with 28. Oh, that's good. That is good. That's good. That's right. good. How many runs have they allowed? Oh, in all, in total? Damn, they haven't yeah. been. They just got a couple. Nah, they're they're, they're about top yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, You know, they're not. No, no. They're going to be like like 21st, but that's a good 21st because they're like, they're going to be like the what about What about 27? They are 25. Okay, uh, okay. 25. We're right close oh, sorry, between. Sorry. Yeah. 24. 24. 24. That's, that's, still, that's still that's, not bad. Yeah, that's, still that's good. Six, that's six teams that have given up less than the Yankees. That's good. How about earned runs? We're almost done, by the way. ERA. Um, you, Looking at the by doing because I'm doing the watch ones, I always write the ERAs and all that. Um, But Kochman has a high ERA. But this is a whole as a, as a team. As yeah, a as a team. As a team. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna be. I say they're they're sixth in the major leagues in run run ravage. They're, they're number two. The Kev had it right on the head. They are twenty fifth. Okay. So they're in the number six. Yeah. How many home runs have they given up this year? Ooh, Cole gave up a they, lot. Yeah, but the but the the well yeah I no, know I'm gonna say that Bolton, yeah. the Bolton didn't give up a lot, but you no. had the Abanto, you had the Abanto Abreu grand slam that time. Mm -hmm. Um, I still say, yeah, Sevy, the, 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 the um, Nestor started giving up the long ball, mm -hmm. and even Cole, um, with that. I'm That's gonna say middle of the pack. I say, I'll say, I'm gonna say 17th. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 20. Yeah, Kev was closer. Uh, they are, they are 14th with 68 guests, right? okay? Yeah, 
Uh, hit by pitches, I don't think people care about that, really. Nah, no one not yeah. too big on that one. How about walks? walks they don't surrender. issue a lot of walks, so like, they don't surrender a lot of walks. So they'll be, you know, so even with the higher the, the in, higher the number, the better. Uh, the higher the number, the worse, actually. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're um, they're 18. No, okay. I think they're 20, 24, 24th. The Yankees actually issued 209 walks, resulting in them being 13th. Oh, well, it's close. Oh, 13, man. Okay. Yeah, we'll go to strikeouts, and then we'll finish it with that. Sure. So how many strikeouts do they have? Um, As a team, as a collective unit, they yeah. get a lot of strikeouts. So yeah. They do. So I think they're going to be – I think they'll be fifth. A fifth, but I and, and I think they'll be fifth in the major leagues in strikeouts. A, they do collect a lot of strikeouts. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say seven. Okay, man, I don't they think are, there's a team that gets more strikeouts than that though. They are eighth in the league. Eighth, oh, oh, not yeah. bad. You were close. Yeah, so, they do get us. So the moral of the story is the pitching carries this team. It seems like it. It yes, it does. Yeah, it does. Besides Clark Smith. <laughs> <laughs> But, but here's, the, here's the funny thing. How better would those numbers be if they would have had a true defensive team? You know, um, how many errors? Oh, can you find the errors? Yes. That's the one. That's a good one. Errors. And, and where they rank in baseball in errors. If you could find that one. Yeah, I think I should be able to. Just give me a second. And uh, let me know if y'all can hear this. Because I'm about to put the fan on. No, cool down. Bro. Okay, good. Aiden, we promise we're going to get that. I know you had that comment there for quite some time. We're not ignoring you, Mr. Aiden. We just want to stay on topic. We don't want to jump. Then we don't want to jump out of topics. We want to. We want to get to that. We're going to get to your comments. So please don't feel discouraged. Um, and we're not ignoring them. I just want to make sure that you know this channel. We we read and honor and acknowledge everyone's comment in the chat. You are part of the channel. You're part of the. You're like this. The other man in with us here on the comment with your comments. So don't hang on, hang loose. I know you you put some good ones. I'm looking at them and I want to highlight them, but I don't want to jump out of our out of our topic. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, the Yankees are okay. There we go. So the Yankees this season they make at least on average of it seems like one error per game. If I'm reading this correctly. I mean, when you have a when when you have a rookie shortstop and people playing out of position. That that number is going to be there, so I think um, yeah, probably ranked, rank, yeah, yes. they ranked twenty first in errors. That's 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 a good, that's a good thing. That's good. That means they, you know, there's twenty, there's twenty one other teams worse making more errors. The Yankees are, you know, nine teams to nine teams make less errors than the Yankees, which is you know, for again, you want to be in the top. But for guys that for a rookie shortstop, a everyday different different third baseman at times because of injuries, whatever the case is, the outfield is shuffled, you know, out of position. You you got a right fielder sometimes playing center field, 
You have the, you know, everyone's moving around and all, and you haven't, you know, for them to be there, 21st in major leagues of errors, um, you know, they don't make a lot of 21st. That's not a bad number. If I told if I'm you reading who was it behind you, if I told you who was behind you, you wouldn't believe me. Mets. Oakland. Okay. No, <laughs> you know what? Even if, even if, even if, you know what? Oakland could be just bad pitching or, or, or based on balls. You know, oh, it doesn't mean that they boot the ball. They just we definitely gotta get, get Tony Kemp. We definitely gotta get Tony Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> now we saw those numbers there. Just think of it now. If the now we have an opportunity there with some players, get some now. This now we're gonna go to Mr. Aiden's topic. We saw what the numbers. We saw what they have there. Now let's try to fix this. I mean, we 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 have seen we seen some of our good friends. Want to give them, acknowledge them with some of their trades and um, some of their proposals. Um, Mikey Mazda had a good one um, the other day, the other yesterday. He sent me the video. I heard it this morning. Had some good ones there, um, some good trade possibility candidates and so forth. We know that he, you, you bought that good one with the White Sox that, you know, it was copy and paste. But at the end of the day, it's still great minds think alike, I guess. So, you know, or, or you know, invitation is the best form of fly, is, is the best form of flattery. Um but we get right to it. Let's go with how we fixed it. We're gonna go. Let's let's get Aiden first because Aiden was more than happy to put this earlier. He was we was talking about talking with the Marlins for Jorge Soler. He is doing extremely well for the Miami Marlins. Any interest hmm. on Jorge Soler for the Yankees? I mean, what are we giving up? What what, you, what, what is his trade value first and foremost? Well, in order to get Soler and find out his value, we gotta find out find out where the Marlins are first. Correct. Uh, but I believe they're ahead of the Mets. They're ahead of the Mets in the East, in the National League East, yeah. in the West, National League East. Excuse me. Yeah, they got they're second in their division, and they got a winning record. So, do I feel like the Soler trade is gonna happen right now? Honestly, nope. I don't I think so. And and then that takes the Marlins of trading anyone. You know, let's say I tell you this. If I tell you I got a guy, I got a player who's making six million dollars for third base. Would 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 um Chris? I'm not giving you the name. Would you be interested? A third baseman making six million. Six million, and he and he's dude. He was an all star. Do you, do you know what he's hitting? I can't give you that because you know who it is right away. I probably won't. Um, if he's a former all star. To be honest, he's an with you. he was last year, last year. He was an all star. Last year he was an all star, uh, but he's I, making but he's making six million dollars by arbitration, get, and yeah, he went to he, arbitration and got six million dollars. If he can get rid of Donaldson, yeah. No, no, forget it. That's that's we don't even have to talk about that. He's let's say that you here's the chance. Here it is. Uh, you, no matter who it is, even if it's for Spalding, even if it's for for a New York City hot dog. I'm going to give you this player that makes $6 million to play your third base. But we'll worry about Donaldson and all that crap. He's just going to, yeah. as soon as he says yes, he's the starting third baseman. All right. you do it. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, Heel, do you have an idea who I'm talking about? Uh, if you're still talking about the Marlins, it's Gene Segura. No, no. The player. No, no. I'm not even, I, didn't even, I never mentioned the team. I never mentioned uh, the team. Sure. I never I mentioned, I, 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 just I, the I, position. I, 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 I mentioned is. the position. I know and, and what he what he did last season all-star for and i gave you his money what is he gonna cost you for the yankees 
All right, he was an all star last year. Uh, I'm not He's making six million dollars. I'm not gonna look it don't up. Look at it. Don't look yeah. it up because I, I don't. I'm asking you as as I I'm asking you. Look, <laughs> you can have. I'm gonna. You can have this. I'm I'm offering you a third baseman, bona fide third baseman who made the mer the who laid the all star team. But he went to arbitration, and in arbitration, he only got paid six million. Would you want to take him on your team to play third because you need a third baseman? Forget about if you do or don't. I'm offering you him. Do you take him? Chris said yes. Honestly, I wouldn't for if I'm the Yankees, okay. and here's why. I trust LeMayu at third and Donaldson to platoon. I, if I'm the Yankees, I'm more focused on, like, my bullpen, to be honest with you. No, but uh, I got you here. But the, that was just the question. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause there. The, uh -huh. the reason why I ask you this, and, and none of you guys asked me how old was this player, first and foremost. I was really hoping one of you guys would ask me, how old is this guy? First and foremost, he is in the 20s. He, he went to arbitration and lost the arbitration. Uh, actually, he lost the arbitration case. He got $6 million. He was traded last season from the Minnesota Twins to the Marlins and is batting 400. His name is Luis Arise. He's only making $6 million and is a free agent to be. But the Marlins, like you said, Hill, they're in second place right now. They're in a postseason run or possibility to make a wild card. Don't think they'll move him. But I don't know if they'll sign Luis Arise. They are not training um, him right now. He he is. I know like that. Yeah. He's 400. But think about and, and that's a guy that I liked. I I think I mentioned that in January when we did a, a Yankee. You know, Luis Arise. He's a player when for the when he played for the World Baseball Classic for Venezuela. That is a player, man. That is a really good player. That I don't know. You know, I understand. Maybe he was part of the Lopez trade. Man, just think about that. We they they passed on Labor Torres for Luis Arise. Marlins knew something because they went and got Luis Arise over Claver Torres. So, you know, that's a good that one there. Now, here's another player. Um, then we'll give our thoughts. We, we, we want to first acknowledge Aiden. So, guys, we we have to. I got. I always specify everyone in the chat has a voice on the channel. We we gonna cater to that right now. Of course, Luis Arise. He says would it be perfect for the Yankees. Um, he is hot right now, and he is awesome. Another player that Aiden likes is Alex Verdugo. I don't think the Red Sox and Yankees will make a move with one another, especially for Verdugo, where they got to see a Verdugo every year in, um, for, what, not 10, 13 games a season? Because now with the competitive balance, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, and Alex Verdugo with the Yankees, I mean, I mean left-hander hitter that, could, that will fit, but... I don't. Do you agree? Do you think there's there's no way in no he way can, that they'll trade? He can for be Verdugo. streaky. He can be streaky too. Like he has, he's one of those hitters that's either going to be in a in a hot streak or he's going to be in a cold slump. And I, I, if I'm the Yankees, I would pass. And on top of that, like you said, with the Red Sox Yankees thing, he's going to cost a pretty penny. Well, last year, yeah, last year is the rumor of him and Glaber swap. And right now, I'm taking Glaber over him, and I'm happy that you know that was just a rumor because, like, like we we have too many streaky cold hitters. We don't need another one. Yeah. And Duga is gonna be an outfielder. Did that's a tough one. I don't think they'll do it. I don't think the Yankees and the and the 
Red Sox will make any move with each other um, at all. Not um, like that. Especially no. where they got to see. No, I don't think so either. Not a type of blockbuster. Um, Aiden, we, we acknowledge you on that one. We wanted to agree with you on that, but I don't think Verdugo with the Yankees. Um, the Marlins right now are in second place right now. Anything could happen here trading deadline. So maybe we revisit Marlins in, um, in about right before the All-Star game to see where they're at. We'll take the temperature with the Marlins, see what they want to do. But if they're building something where they're second in the, in the National League East, where the possibility of grabbing either one of the two wild cards, I don't think the Marlins will be sellers. I think they will stay pat, maybe add some a cheap bullpen arm or whatever, and try to um, stay involved and get into there. Um, right, of course, uh, let's go to uh, the, the darling here. What's your gut? And Aiden wants to know, <laughs> Padres moving Juan Soto. You know me, I ask the player I want personally. Um, but what is your deal? Padres record? Can you give me record of Padres? While, while you yeah. look that up there. Lomario, what's your thoughts there on all those moves there? I didn't get to, I haven't heard from you for a bit. I know you came in back in and out. Um, Verdugo, Soler, the Marlins, um, those two moves, those moves there. What's your thoughts on that? Do you see the Yankees and the Red Sox making a deal with one another? Uh, interesting I, choice of words by Lamario. <laughs> so, so you say you want you want Verdugo? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's, he got it. It took him speechless. That was that was a good one. Even, even okay. Him, go right? ahead. So, uh, <laughs> well, this is my uh, thinking away, and here's what I'm thinking. That that one's definitely more doable than Verdugo and all that because they are in fourth place. So you'll have to ironically pray and hope that they stay in fourth place. Um, because they are, then they might tease moving at least somebody. And if that player is Soto, well, here's the thing: if they do move Soto to the Yankees, well, then you better prepare to give up Dominguez and allow to cover all their prospects. Right. That's the only issue, and I hope you're willing to deal with that, because, because, because he's like I am, I am. It's okay, I, I am. am. But but like, here's the problem. Let's say you let's say you trade for Soto, and then he doesn't want to resign. Then what do you do? Well, then you just gave away Dominguez and a bunch of other prospects, right? That can possibly turn out to be really well for the Padres, and then Soto right. leaves the free agency, and then it's like, now what do you do? Now you're left right. with no one to really call up. To the majors so you right. got to think That's about it. these kind of things um he'll this is why if they're going to do that move with a one photo um and he agrees let's say the trade is there in principle you have to have a multi-year contract and i don't know if the and here's another aspect i don't know if the yankees are willing to give up another um 100 uh not 100 million but i'm talking about another multi-year multi-million dollar contract in the hundreds you know i don't know you know because uh, and i don't think Juan Soto is going to want to sign that deal in July. You know, let's say the Yankees offer, uh, I don't know, let's say four, uh, 10 years, 400 million. Let's say 40 million a year. I'm just throwing a number of guys I know. And he says, you know what? I'm not going to sign it because I got to see what Shohei Otani is going to get in the offseason. And, and if he gets 60, I could probably pitch, get 50 or 55. Oh. And it doesn't, and it doesn't behoove, it doesn't, or he doesn't want to be the one to set the bar. Um, that's what a lot of these, and I'm not just saying it's Soto himself, I'm talking about his agent. 
the agent play. So, like you said, Heel, do the Yankees want to play that game where hypothetically, if they do give up, like you said, that rich wealth um, ransom for that of prospects and for a, a rental, and let's say he comes and would knock on wood with the history, the history injuries that the Yankees had, he comes and injures himself, and oh my God, would that be a conundrum? Oh yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, I just looked it up, and yes, Scott Boris is Juan Soto's agent. So, and the history of Scott Boris agent says, no matter where you go, you're testing for agency. Exactly. And and, and Garrett Cole and Stan are are already on the blocks for uh, the Yankees for what over three hundred million. So you got to wonder yourself: Can we handle another three hundred plus million dollar contract? Don't forget, Judge uh, is already the you know. Oh yeah, don't forget yeah, Judge. Judge. That's perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Judge too. Can you handle one more? Because I know you're the Yankees and you got a lot of money, but everyone has a limit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you know the Soto thing is. I think personally, to be honest with you, I think the Soto thing as much as I want, I, as I can, and Chris as well. But I've been a big um, with the pom poms. For Soto, but I don't think that's going to happen until the off season. If that if that happens with the Yankees, um, with that. But again, Aiden, and this is the one that everybody likes. And of course, um, I, I, again, did I, I mentioned him in the off season, and I wanted the Yankees to exploit and get is Cody Bellinger. And I've said it. I said it was in May again. I said the Yankees are going to trade for Bellinger the same way I've been saying that Robert Chapman is going to end up with the Mets. I've been saying that I'm quoting Bellinger is going to show up. Um, I'll end up with the Yankees. Now, Cody Bellinger has a one year. It has an option for another year, but it's, I believe, can you find out it's a player's option or a team option heel for Cody Bellinger? He's making 17.5 million, if I'm mistaking, for Cody Bellinger. But I know there's a second year attached to it, but I don't know if it's two years um, on that. Uh, I'm looking at it up right now. Now, what I like about Colin Bellinger, he could play corner outfield, center field if needed, and also first base. Now, a player that makes sense, he, his father was okay. a part of the Yankee dynasty. His father was Clay Bellinger, played here, he grew up. He knows what the Yankee tradition is about. That's why I was surprised they didn't sign him in the offseason. Um, go ahead, Heal. What's his it, contract? It, it's a mutual club option. So they both have to agree to want to serve. Okay. All right. All right. And that comes, if he comes to the Yankees and he, and they could, and he comes here and they offer, you know, I need, can I get a one more year at the mutual agreement? Blah, blah, blah. Um, then we'll have this deal on the table if you play. And that's a risk that I'm willing to take. Chris, your thoughts on, on Bellinger? Because you don't have to give up much to really get him because this is really much, you know, he's an expiring or, or a free agent. Mutually could be a free agent. So, um, what's your thoughts there? Well, um, I don't mind Belgium on his team, but he's he's also kind of fighting injuries. I think uh, this year, um, it's like I if 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 I'm gonna call the Cubs, I, I want one of their pitches, and and I'm hearing a rumor that uh, one of the pitches he used to pitch. Uh, for the Blue Jays, he's the he he always wanted to be a Yankee. Um, I mean, I think this is his time because 
It's the the best I've seen him pitch in a while. And if we're gonna trade for Bellinger, we better ask Marcus Stroman too, because mm. we we need we need pitching it. And I think his ERA is like a, a two point five seven. I think if you can look that up, Hill, I, I know it's, I know yeah. it's in the twos. I like Marcus Stroman. I'm a big, you know, I was very, I was very excited and proud what he did in the World Baseball Classic, 14 Puerto Rico, pitched extremely well. Uh, um, also, a pitcher who keeps the ball down on the ground. He's mm -hmm. not, you know, he he's. I don't believe he's been injured for a pretty long time in IL stints. Uh, adorable pitcher that was going to give you that reliable because you already have your race. We could establish, we could agree, call it an ace. We could yeah. agree with that. I think Marcus Stroman could fit into that role of a Nestor Cortez number two, because I think Cortez, you know, we'll talk about Cortez next. That's going to be our next top um, after we talk about here with Marcus Stroman. I think he could slide into that number two for Mark for a get for Nestor Cortez. Because let's face it, I we could say, well, about Severino, Kev. Well, Severino always injured. I can't put him in that number two because of the injury. He's got the talent and the stuff. And, but I can't put him in number two yet until he tells me, he shows me that he's going to be healthy going forward. And, you know, if he's going to go healthy into the, finish the season going healthy into the postseason, then I can see he's my number two starter with the stuff wise. But durability, you know, I can't trust him at number two there. Um, go ahead, Heal. What, what's his ERA, um, buddy? His ERA is um, 2.39. He has six wins, yeah. four losses. He has a war of 3.1, which means he's being like elite this year. Mm -hmm. Um, he only he's only allowed uh, one home run this year. That's that's that, great. And, and that's Chicago that, yeah. Cubs, that, yeah, that stadium is small. He, he's he's allowed. Uh, he uh, let's see. He he has no box. Uh, let's let me see his walks. His, that's, that's important. Uh. Let's see. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, no, you good here. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was reading the last five days. That's what that's what messed me up. Okay, this year he has sixty-eight strikeouts, five home runs. Um, he's allowed twenty-one runs. Twenty. Uh, sorry. Yeah, 21 earned, 22 in total, 52 hits, 79 innings pitch. That's good. Yeah, so, sorry, folks, about reading the last five days. One no, 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 that's still good. Yeah, he leads the league in whip at 1,000. Yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. He's, he's having a good year. He's having, yeah. you know, he's yeah. having a good year on a, on a team that's not producing, that's not producing wins. Yeah. That's I, showing I, you that he, yeah. I checked the record. They're literally under 500. So the Cubs yeah. would probably be buyers at, at the deadline if they keep this up. As for what um, Flash said, if you want Bellinger and and uh, Stroman at the it's deadline, gonna cost you. yeah, it's going to cost you a lot for both of them. Especially I don't think Stroman. so. I think Stroman's on a one year deal. Yeah, but I mean, if you're the Cubs from their point That's what of I'm saying. It, it's not going to be as, as big because not and only you are you taking the money right. in, yeah, like you're taking a lot of money in too. It all depends there. I get you mentioning that. If if the Yankees, if the, listen, the Yankees can say, if you take more more of the contract this season, yes. we'll send you a higher, better prospect. They, yep. But if we take on the money, we're going to send you a lower level prospect. Now, it goes back to what the Yankees' money 
of their pockets, whether they're willing to go. If they're willing to absorb more money, then they're going to send a low-level prospect to the Cubs. But if the Cubs eat more money because they want to stay under the threshold, it's going to cost them a prospect. This is where you might see a Sweeney might go, you know, and another type of uh, Sweeney, uh, Everstermont Floreal to send them in their system. And that's where the, um, you could put those kind of um, bullets in and probably put up, give a blue chipper, a, a single A high prospect if they take, if they absorb more money of the money that, and the Cubs might, might say, you know what, for one, for one double A player or a single A rookie that has a lot of promise and they and a couple years away and they're not ready to win yet. And they only got to invest half of the season for these two contracts to expire. They might do it. You know, it, it, it might be creative. They might do that. They might do that. Depends on the age. Like, I guess if they're both like 18, 19, maybe even 20 to 22 years old, then maybe if it's, if it's like two of them. But if we're talking like um, money and like one prospect, then yeah, it's going to cost you someone like uh, Sweeney. Because like, if it was just like any other pitcher, like having like just like even like an average year, then yeah, I would probably most definitely agree with you. But without a doubt, a pitcher having a late year and then Cody Bellinger who can do damage in Yankee Stadium, then yeah, we're we're talking a nice hefty penny. Well, yeah, Sweeney, but they remember that yeah, we have enough infield. Pro That's why I'm not really tripping exactly. if we give up Freeney and uh, Sweeney and stuff like that because what where else is he gonna play? Uh, yeah, I get your point. Like yeah. that, that's that's why I'm in favor of possibly trading like Cabrera or or even uh, uh, even Peraza or something like that because uh, you know eventually Peraza get to another piece. Yeah, I'm about Peraza to say. Be, no. I don't think I don't think Peraza will be in the Cubs deal because you could just move Peraza for for um, a way better player. For, for the pitcher we missed out for for um the pitcher we missed out from the Reds last season, Castillo. We could have, mm -hmm. you know, I know they want Evolve, but you know, they, they could have just personally. I think I think personally, I think it's Sweeney and maybe a some a player, a pitcher that we not heard of. Maybe, maybe a Brito looks something interesting to the Cubs here. A Brito or even this Vasquez. If he pitches another good, decent game, why would the Yankees do that? Because they have done that before in the past. Um, we, we know, case in point, was the one with the kid that we sent last year, um, Sears, to 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 Oakland. So, yeah, I've been in favor of this. Before. Why not do this? Trade Nestor Cortez away for like two or three prospects and send that to the Cubs. Then like a three, you could, three team deal. You I've could send them there. And and I know um and I want to give credit to to the other guys the other content creators um that talk about Higashioka because you got three catchers you got four catchers in this system that you have to make a decision soon because uh, Higgy is still is not um Higgy's what you gonna call it he's still got another year or two in control uh, um, Chris you have to go that's fine um. We're going to wrap up in about five minutes, so we'll, we'll do a little wrap-up there uh, real quick. But I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. Let you do, say your final thought, uh, Chris, if you have to get going. Yeah. Um, I, I just hope we do something. Um, we definitely need more pitching, too, because our, our pitchers are getting hurt, too. So, I mean, I would love the, the, the Bellager and, and Marcus Stroman deal because it kills two birds with one stone. So, hopefully, we could do something during a trade deadline. And I, I just hope, you know, hope we can keep winning without a uh, judge. I hope everybody have a, a, a good day or a good night. Go Heat. Absolutely. All right. Good luck on you guys. 
All right, that's that's Flash Sports, Christopher Flash. Thank you for joining us this evening. Um, when we were talking, we were going back to to the trade there, back to Higashioka. I want to give current content creator credit. Um, it's you you got three catchers. You got you have you have um Austin Wells is in double A. You know Ben Rovnet that they made the big move. And he's a left-handed bat, and and you would like to have balance in your in your catching position, you know. If even if you go Higashioka or Trevino, let's say either or, and Rodnev is your platoon catcher, um, you know, with, with either one of those two, but they they're right-handed catchers with your left-handed bat. That's nice balance in the catcher position for the Yankees because you could depending on mismatch and who can behind the plate. And and Ben Rodnev is a really good defensive catcher. I was very impressed his um short stint in the minor league in major leagues here lamario i haven't heard from you for a while um what's your thoughts on the catcher position all right yeah, lamario's yeah. on fire today with his point man he's he's talking hard going at it as hard as they can yeah definitely <laughs> man yeah <laughs> so <laughs> so he'll um the catcher, let's your the same question to you because we'll, we'll look like we're ready to wrap up because I believe he's watching Swerve Strickland versus Orange Cassidy. Um, yeah, platooning is always nice. Um, the the one thing for sure is um you definitely got to move one of them. I think tread deadline. Obviously, everyone's voting for Higgy because he has the most value. Um, and also you got Wells coming up. Uh, knocking on the door. Um, my only question is, where do you move them to? Because either there's a lot of teams that are in condition, or there's a lot of players who already have their catcher. Um, sure, there's going to be someone looking for a backup, but I, I guess the only question is, what kind of value are we going to get out of Hickey? Because, like, let's be honest, um, overall, I mean, he's worth something the question is what exactly what can you get back i think if the yankees do move them i think they'll try to get a, a, like a man again a lot of content creators like i'll give them credit they've mentioned some good pitchers some minor league single a you know pitchers that are not quite ready but they they have a lot of potential um in a few years developing in the yankee system arms um for higashioka i it makes sense too because you free up that one of the you free up a 40-man roster spot in higgy you know, you could bring Ben Romney up. Um, I, they'll be crazy to get rid of Trevino, although I think you get better trade value for Luis Trevino. Jose, I mean, Luis, Jose Trevino, because Jose is a former all-star catcher, but he's a hell of a, a framer. And I think the, the pitchers pitch much better under Trevino than Higashioka. I think he calls a better game currently right now um, than, than Higashioka, not to pile on on Higgy. But Higgy um, does work well with the pitching staff. Higgy's problem is throwing base runners out at second base. I think he doesn't control the running game at all to my liking. And Ben Ben Rovnev does. You know, I think when I Higgy sometimes get into that a little bit of the Gary Sanchez little laziness. And, and speaking of Sanchez, he's having a resurgence there with the with the Padres. Um, you know, as a designated hitter, whatever position he is, that's good for him. I'm glad he's having. I wanted to bring that a little bit of a side note for him. Um on fire with the Padres. I hope that young man hits it um well where they could actually think about moving a soda or something they're not going to need it but whatever that's i just wanted to take that little side note there from from 
San give Sanchez his flowers there. But yeah, um, back to to they gotta move one of these one of these three catchers. They cannot be with all three with Higgy, Rovnet, and Trevino because I think uh, Ben Rovnet doesn't deserve to be in the minors. He he was brought over here, you know, to be here. I understand injuries caught a part of it, but now he seems to be healthy, and you need to play him. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. For those that were joining us here, we were planning to do the Yankee game. The Yankee game got canceled due to the, the as you see, the background here on, on the TV on my uh, screen. It's because of the fog, the uh, fires in Canada. It, the air quality is intolerable, cannot cannot be um, breathable for at least a whole stadium and the city of New York and the east northern east part of the country in some very bad, very bad um, air quality unbreathable air um also speaking of that um carlos rendon there's a video of him warming up and throwing some pitches to live batting practice today uh def flowers was a one of the hitters and a few others um good to see that rendon is on the mount throwing some pitches hopefully the yankees could get him back maybe maybe a start or two before the all-star break maybe when he will and that'd be a big plus going it that's like making a trade well Without making a trade at the trading deadline, if you get Rodon after the after the All Star break or right before, I, I think that will be a big plus for the Yankees as well. Yeah, and I'm sorry if you guys saw me smiling a little bit. I just had this crazy joke in my head where like I saw a guy still the base on Igashioka, and I and I can just imagine like the base runner saying to Igashioka, "Cierro, miedo." <laughs> 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 also, in the last, and I wanted to tell, tell Chris that, and I, I teased it, and I didn't got to it. Um, Luis Severino last start against the Dodgers was not a good start, and it wasn't because it, we thought it was because he was there was tipping pitches, and they were seeing that was coming. No, he had two miles per hour less in his fastball than his normal starts, um, and and he only had a few. I think he had only one rehab assignment before coming right up to the majors. He might be going through. A dead arm period you know pitchers tend to get that and he might be going through a dead arm period if, especially if he's losing his velocity on his fastball by two significant miles um that's something hopefully that doesn't linger where he's got to get another il stint or Ooh. skip a start so keep an eye on that yes lamario all right well i did i have some scores what go ahead go for it Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. A good another, one. another good one. Wow, guys. I. You know what? Listen. Listen to this show just for him. He's on Absolutely. Fire. So we. So I wanted to say that about Luis Severino with with his own with that with that arm issue. Um. It's about health. It's about health. This team has not been healthy, and man, it's like, what can they do? Because they. Right. They, we can't stay healthy yeah. for at all. Or anything. So you got some scores for us, mid kiddo? I uh yeah, I can look up these who who's actually got to play today. You know, whose day Canada didn't ruin. Uh give us the American League East. Um he'll um Yeah, I'm I'm gonna tell you all the games. Um all right. Yeah. So the games that actually got to happen today were uh, 
the Athletics actually beat the Pirates 9-5. Um, the Padres beat the Mariners 10-3. The Marlins beat the Royals 6-1. Rays right now are beating the Twins. No one can stop those pesky Rays, I'm telling you. Come on, Charlie. Get, tell yeah. your Twins to get, get, get it together, man. Yeah. Diamondbacks are currently ahead of the Nationals 3-2, bottom of the 5th. My uh, Astros are beating the Blue Jays 2-1, bottom of the 6th. Red Sox and Guardians tied 2-2, bottom of the 4th. Surprised they're playing because it's closer to Canada. I, 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 I don't know. I, I can't tell you why. I was surprised too. Uh, Re- Red Sox and Guardians are... Uh, are tied two two. I already said that one. Maybe Dodgers and Reds are tied six six. I don't know how the Dodgers are tied with the Reds, but it's baseball, I guess. Mets are it's beating baseball. the yeah. Mets are beating the Braves, uh, two nothing. Top of the fourth. Um, Bre- Brewers are beating the Orioles. Bottom of the third. Cardinals and Rangers just started. Bottom of the first. And that is all your games for today. Uh, there's two more that have yet to start. Bro, what a brutal loss for the Mets yesterday. They were up four to one. Braves come back. They had two, 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 two run home runs from Lindor and Alonso. And Smith couldn't get it done. The Mets are just struggling. Um, if it's not when they if they're not hitting, the bullpen stinks. I mean, uh, you know, or, or when they're hitting, the bullpen stinks. Or if they the bullpen is good, they don't hit. It's like they never could be on the same page together as a team, as a whole. To and the Mets just got some bad luck, man. Yeah, like I said, they're just the most cur- cursed organization ever. I mean, I, I, ironically, I have to go back to that Men in Black scene where uh, it's like the you see the two people coming into the New York diner and they're complaining, and then you just see Will Smith talking to a young K. He's like. Oh, that's ironic. They're complaining. The Mets actually won it this year, 1969. Oh, <laughs> and then man. he just, yeah, and he's just looking at him like, "Wow, okay, I guess they do." Jesse oh, cool. still the uh, yeah international champion of AEW. Okay, uh, yeah, but that disappoints me because I really like Sorcerer Glenn, but oh well. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you're a Mets fan, I feel bad for you. Um, but I, 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 you know what? Hey, if you're if you're Chef Dan, I, I we still love your food. We haven't tasted <laughs> it, but uh, that's always something positive to look forward to. You make good food, you have to. I mean, the Mets are pretty good this year, kind of. Well, they were. Um, they, they they are having a hard time right now. They're going. It's just June. It's also June. Listen, the Braves weren't were in that position last year. And they took off in the middle at the end of June, and they went. They they took off and took that division. So can they turn it around? Absolutely. When you have Scherzer, Verlander pitching like that, but one two punch, Kodai Sanger, if he gets going, they have they have the arms. They on paper they have the talent to to really do something. They have the hell of a manager, but it's just not coming all together. It's it's they've right. got all the right ingredients, but they're not. It's not firing on cylinder. And, you yeah. know the well oil machine isn't isn't being. In, they're not on the same gear. And man, but when they get on that gear, they're gonna. They're, they're tough. They're tough. The they're tough. Kind of- and you know what's so funny? It's not even like their owner doesn't know baseball. It's 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 something like that. Like it just goes to show you in this day and age, money can't buy you a championship. It's like. You have to actually have a little bit of luck 
and hope you know nothing follows you. And, and it's not all his yeah. fault. The man, yeah. the owners, he's yeah. trying to throw money on, on, on. He's trying to win now while trying to develop. He's spending a lot of money because he's got to wait for his farm system to develop. You know, the Wolpons didn't have a good farm system. They, they, they. This, this team with the current owners were really their farm system was depleted. They, they, you know, they, and he just wanted to bring some players to make the team buzzworthy and and bring fans back. Putting up, trying to put a winning product, a winning manager. But at the end of the day, like you said, you need, you still need your farm system. You need your young talent to come and produce. And they have some guys coming up pretty soon, but maybe they're just a year away, not ready. You know, and, and that's probably, and that's okay with that. But the Med fans are a little impatient because, of course, and and they haven't won since '86. That's a long time. You know, getting teas in 2015, and that's a long time for Met fans. They're, okay. And they're and they're a really good team, a good fan base. It's like me being a Yankee fan, and, and we don't we don't see eye to eye. Supposedly on the fandom, but the Mets still that that's a passion fan base, and they want a winner, and they're getting they're running out of patience. And I understand that, but I don't believe it. I don't believe the owner should get any venom. It, maybe because. At the end of the day, Billy Epler, as the general manager, was bought in. Yeah, he, he, Cohen agreed to it, but Sandy Alderson was there. Maybe someone think about it. Maybe some of these executives didn't want to come into the, the organization. I know, I know, Sandy Alderson was supposed to step out, step away from the organization, and, and as soon as you got some baseball people in the transition period, but there was some general managers that were skeptical. Maybe he might have been president where he had a deal with a Sandy Alderson. And, you, and they were like, you know what? I don't want this headache. It's similar, and I don't want to bring it. I'm bringing it to the WWE. You know, maybe some wrestlers. You know, Vince's back. Not Vince was suspended, but there was he was always lurking. And maybe some of these in the um, free agent wrestlers says, I ain't want to go to WWE because Vince is still, regardless of in in the fall, some way somehow, and I rather go somewhere else to wrestle and make more money where I don't have to deal with with the ups and downs with Vince. And maybe that's where some of these general managers, when the Met job opened. Maybe that's you know, I don't maybe I don't want to be with Sandy Olson because in the beginning with Cohen, the first year of Cohen, Sandy Olson was still shopping like he was in the Dollar Tree. And we would overhear about was the influx of Cohen's money and Olderson was making cheap moves. And then we bought Epler who started buying some players and now the Mets are complaining. So it's ah. Damn if you do, damn if you don't heal. Yeah, yeah. You 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 wanna know you wanna just take into perspective how long it's been since the Mets won the World Series? Michael Michael Jordan was only two years into his career. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, it is what it is. But you know, guys, we I want to thank you guys. Um, we I know we didn't do the game. We'll, we'll if I get out of work early, which I probably will. That you know, be a ninety percent chance. We'll do the double header tomorrow at four o'clock. Um, we'll we'll call it a, a night here, an hour and a half into the stream. I know Chris had to go. Would have loved to Chris to stay, but he has things to do as well. But we did the watch along here. We 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 had a schedule for a watch along. The Yankees did not play due to the conditions, so we'll take a little bit and enjoy all the wrestling a little bit there. You know, I'm, I've got a nice um, podcast I want to do with um, NXT. I want to do that too soon. Uh, maybe to uh, I've got a double header. I I gotta get with that because my man. Bomb Breaker challenges Seth freaking Rollins for the world title in NXT. So if that happens, I will be, I, you know what? It might be between Mets and Yankees, and I'm going to go see Bomb Breaker win that world title from Seth freaking Rollins. So uh, it's going to be a tough one. And as for the watch long, I, all I can really say is blame Canada. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Mario, what's your final thoughts here before we say good, good night? 
Yeah, I mean, nope. hopefully the Yankees can at least win one, maybe both of the doubleheaders, doubleheader games tomorrow, but hopefully we'll see. All right. They need to win two because they don't lose the series, man. And you want to win that series going to the Boston Red Sox. I hate the rivals. So that's the first time we see them all season. That's going to be fun. So for myself, Chris the Flash, Western Baseball Heel, and Lamario Hockey, this is the Bronx Bombers Strike Back Podcast. We thank you guys for joining us this evening. Have a beautiful, blessed night. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. It'll be a 3-1. Swung on and driven down the right field line. Fair 